0: Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, Lead Pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. Hallelujah. Well, this is the last session for today. Well, till further notice. And I just want to share some parting words with us. We'll pray again, all right? But this is very important. Look at Matthew chapter 5 verse 5. Matthew chapter 5 verse 5. All right, Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, everybody read together, one, two, go. Read it again, one, two, go. It says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. You see, one of the biggest ironies I've discovered in my walk with God is that God gives the world to those who only want Him. it's a mystery that there are, there are those who gather and yet lack and then there are those who scatter and have abundance and that the people who say God I just want you God now says well you will have me and you will have all things else blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth It is true when I tell you that some people will always desire by covetousness what others have by consecration. It is true that people who want only Jesus get everything. Get everything. There are people who want the stage, want the microphone. Then God is quote unquote obsessing over Jeremiah. Who thinks he's a child? Who thinks he's not qualified? What a mystery, don't you think? Powerful mystery at that. Blessed are the meek, they shall inherit the earth. So when God comes to Solomon and he says, What do you want? And of all the things that he could ask for, he says, I just want wisdom so that I can rule your people well. God says, really? That's all you want? Well, I'll give you wisdom. Administrative wisdom, but I'll also give you riches like no other king has ever had. He said he wants wisdom. He just wants to be a blessing to God's people. And God says, yeah, I heard. You don't want riches. I want it for you. And so I'm going to give it to you. Blessed are the meek. They shall inherit the earth. So when God says, for instance, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, it says and all these things shall be added unto you it's 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 a mystery that when the priority of your life becomes god and his purpose you look away from every distraction and even the things that everyone else is dying to get quote and unquote God now says all these things shall be added unto you. It's a kind of perspective to think that only the things you passionately pursue will come your way. It means you don't know the God you serve. Come on, are you listening to me? I- I'm telling you that when you focus on God, His plan, His mandates, like someone puts it When you do God's own, he will do your own. And he's an expert at doing that. Praise the name of the Lord. You see, sometimes I look at some things that God gave me, and I'm in tears. I'm like, God, you know. Even if there was a bargain before I entered ministry, and you offered one hundredth of this, I will still do it, because it was never about all of this. If there were just a hundred members, I'll be faithful. If there were just 200, I'll be faithful. The multitudes of people may not know where my heart is, but you know. I am talking to an excellent spirit who knows the secrets of men's hearts. And God, I'm grateful for all the things you are doing. But who am I and what is my father's house? And again, the irony of it all is that people who will be content, you know, just doing their bit for God, God now says, I will give you everything. And so I'm presenting that to you, to challenge you. God loves you more than you can ever love yourself. I want you to believe God. First and foremost, He owns your life. He gets to decide what to do with it. He gets to decide. And the funny thing is, when you are obeying God, sometimes it looks foolish. It looks like you lack direction. It looks like you don't know what you're doing. (laughs) And then suddenly, it's going to look sudden to everybody, but you have been toiling in secrets when nobody clapped for you, when no one knew your name. You know, you were not doing it for all of that, just for love. Just for love. Just for love. And one day, It seems like one day you've been interpreting dreams in prison. No one cared. And all of a sudden, they're looking for you in the palace. Ah, I know a bit about what I'm talking about. So I I want to present you a challenge. I I want to present you the only way I know Follow God. And don't follow God carrying your net. Drop that net. Drop it. Are you listening to me? Drop all your ideas, all your strategies and plans. Drop it. Ask Him His plan for your life. I am telling you, His plans for your life are more lofty, more honorable. He's offering great and mighty things that you know not of as much as you think you know. Whatever your dreams are, they are but a gross underestimation of his plan for your life. Do you believe what I'm telling you? (laughs) And in pursuing your goals in life, Never fall for the deception of false prophets and false prophecy. You see, in my little experience in ministry, this has damaged many people, many families. Please be discerning. There are a lot of them out there. You have to understand, I'm I'm ashamed to tell you, but this ministry... Which is supposed to be the epitome of consecration. And I'm saying that because a time was in this world where if you identified as a man of God, they would know that it took great sacrifice and it, it was because you truly loved God, you know, and all of that. But it's, it seems now that there's a lot of glamour around it all. And so charlatans are everywhere. That when a magician sees that anyone you lay hands on receives the Spirit, he, he, he wants a share in that. He offers money. Thank God Peter was honest enough to say, your money perish with you. Unfortunately, not many people have been. And there, there, are, there, are, there, are, there are people who have perverted their way. They can simulate all the experiences, pretend that it is of God. We are talking about familiar spirits. So they are familiar with your life, with your history. They will say, you know, and then we have a gullible generation. Someone called your phone number, you are amazed. Did you not know your number before? What's astonishing about that? Some people don't even really know what word of knowledge or word of wisdom is meant to do to begin with. Thank God for details, but usually it should point to something significant. Okay, that's my number. Uh And you have to be discerning because like I said, everything can be correct in fact. They may teach a sermon that looks okay and sounds okay. Even ChatGPT G.P.T. can prepare a sermon now. Yes. So, it's going to take discernment. Oh, my God. You see, oh, my God. When Isaac told Jacob, go and prepare venison such as I like. When Esau came, the Bible says he touched Esau and said, This is the body of Jacob, but the voice of Esau. Now, that's discernment. Are you listening to me? Because charlatans will imitate as much as they can, but there are things they cannot imitate. So you wore the cloth of a man of God, but the Bible says by their fruits. Are you listening to me? Say, ah, this, this. Yeah, I can see here, but this voice, this voice, this voice, something is off. Ever been in a place and something was off? You have to understand, it's not until God screams and says you are in the wrong place. You it will just be off. That's all I can say. Please be weary. And let me tell you one thing for sure. People who are always looking for the spectacular, they are the first to be deceived. The first to be deceived. Too easily impressed. They tell you things you already know. You are all over the place. Now they say, go home, bring something. Oh yeah. Psalm 114 Verse 1. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to read verse 1 and you read verse 2, and we go on like that till we are done with the chapter. It says, When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language. Verse 2, everybody together. Judah was his sanctuary, and Israel his dominion. Verse 3, the sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back verse 4 everybody the mountains keep like rams and the little hills what ailed thee O oh, thou see that thou fledest thou jordan that thou was driven back verse 6. verse 7 can we read that together one to go tremble thou earth at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of God, verse eight. Everybody together, want to go. For time's sake, I want to share two things to know about the presence of God. Two things to know about the presence of God. Number one, the presence of God is self-announcing. Please, what did I call it? The presence of God is self announcing. Listen, we are told in science that there are animate objects and inanimate objects. Is that true? But he said that when God made Judah his sanctuary and made Israel his dominion, he says even inanimate objects saw it. What a metaphor to use! He says, the Jordan saw it. Can a a river see? Answer me, can a river see? You know, so he had to use a figure of speech called personification. He gave real life attributes to inanimate things. That it's possible that when the power of God rests on you, things that don't have eyes will see it. Come on, are you listening to me? He says, the Jordan saw it. God can walk a walk in you that will be visible to the blind. The Jordan saw it and ran away. <laughs> the sea was turned back. And the mountains kept like rams. You see, this is why the Lord tells you you don't need to lobby, you don't need to self project. Oh my God. He says, just. Continue to seek God in secret. He says, God who sees the secret will reward you openly. You see, this was the admonition of Paul to Timothy. He says, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. He says, if you do, he says, your profiting will appear to all. That it comes to a point where you can no longer hide that you've been with God. Your speech will betray you. Your speech will betray you. Your very presence will betray you. That you step into rooms and the atmosphere switches. Come on, are you listening to me? It says, tremble. 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 Earth, tremble at the presence of God. If the Bible is anything to go by, and it is, it means that the spirit that you house created everything on the outside. The earth knows. So when you show up, there should be some trembling. Come on, are you with me? You you should see that from time to time. Self-announcing presence of God. It's very hard to hide. I've told you many stories. One of my favorite. Me and some of your pastors we were praying. This was years ago. We we're just fresh graduates from school. We prayed, 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 and we were going to a conference. We didn't have cars, so we entered bikes. And when we got to Mushin bus stop one of the bike riders came to me, looking at me funny, and he said in Yoruba, he said, would you ever be a mimimo, you know? And I knew exactly what he was saying. It is true. You know, the funny thing is, even some spiritual people cannot pick things like that. That's a story for another day, but let me tell you one thing for sure. When your grace shifts, excuse that expression, But when you have had a private encounter that changed things for you, the spirit realm will recognize it immediately. It may not yet be known in your church. They may never give you a microphone. But the spirit realm will do what? Recognize it. When the spirit realm begins to say, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. That is different from PR. It is not by PR. It is not by sponsored posts. Or, an, or active Instagram engagements, there comes a time, I, my God, where God chooses to reward you openly. Please, are you listening to me? So many examples in my mind, I'm thinking to share this one. Some of them I shouldn't share. But it's my prayer for you tonight. Beyond status updates, telling people you were blessed tonight, just by showing up it to be clear, you have been with Jesus. <laughs> to be clear. think about it. The people of whom we read were not always like that. But one day, God chose to make Judah his sanctuary. And from that day, things changed. There are secret backings that sponsor public acknowledgement. Secret backings. I told you, for instance, and I'm saying it for a reason. I was fasting at some point. I was in Abuja at the time, studied my Bible in the office, and all of a sudden, I lifted up my eye, and I saw fire in two places in front of me. And before I could say, what is this, they turned to angels. And before I could appreciate the presence of the angels, they turned back to fire, and it kept changing like that. And the Lord said to me, He says, because the scope of your ministry is about to increase, He said, you will not be able to lay hands on everybody all the time. He said, but these two angels will follow you everywhere you go. He says, and as you minister, they will be in the crowd. He says, and you would only need to speak the word and miracles will happen. Immediately he told me I wanted to test it. So I booked my flight and came to Lagos immediately. Before I came for that service the Lord had told me two people he wanted to touch. One of them had been having, you know, a mental breakdown was caused by a devil, another person, you know, some generational plagues and all of that. And somewhere in the sermon, I began to sink. And I'd seen the Lord move, of course, many times before, but this one was unusual. It was as if there was a magnetic pull from me, and it dragged this fellow from his seat. So he literally fell to the ground and was rolling. Rolling, some of you remember that, rolling forward until he came forward to where I was. He was rolling, just the same way you roll a rock when you're folding it. So, I'm taking my time to explain this so that you understand. God indeed rewards private toils. I want you to try it. Try it. Go home and say, Lord, your son said this, I want to prove it in my life. Throw away that childish attitude where people are hyping you, you know, encouraging you to pray. At this age, in this wicked world, set a schedule. Lord, ah, ah, did did your word not say, The effectual, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes power available. Okay, so if I do this for this much, consistently for seven days, let let me even see. Are you listening to me? Let me even see. Let me even see. You, You have an assurance in the word. It says everyone who would ask will receive and everyone who seeks will find. He says, and to them who knock, the door will be open. He says, and you shall seek and find, another text says, after you have searched with the whole of your heart. Do you believe it tonight? So beyond the prayer and the blessing today, I want you to go home with, 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 with a new discipline. God, anywhere I go, let it be evident I've been with you. Beyond my WhatsApp status. Beyond pictures, let it be evident. I listened to a sermon that talked about self-announcing presence. A deeper. Lord, announce your presence with yourself. Come on, are you with me? Announce your presence. It doesn't happen only in church services. It happens everywhere. Everywhere. I told you, I have given people handshakes in public on the road and they fell down. It's not not a service conditioning. Nobody's telling them, get ready to receive. Are you ready? Are you ready? Nobody told them that. On the road! May the Lord advertise His power through your life. May all Debates about the presence of God in our generation end because of you. Say loud amen like you believe. May you be a close point of contact to the power of God to the people around you. Say amen like you believe. Self-announcing presence of God. It is self-announcing. And then finally, it makes difficult things easy. It makes difficult things easy. He said he turned the rock to a standing water. Jesus. (laughs) He turned the rock to a standing water. That's the presence of God. Verse 8 of that text you read, Psalm 114. He turned the rock to a standing water. Say this with me. Say, the presence of God has made difficult things easy for me. Say it again. The presence of God has made difficult things easy for me. Hold on, everybody. Someone in the gallery needs this. Those of you in the gallery, say with me. Say, the presence of God makes difficult things easy for me. Ask him to tell you to pray for Celebration Church. For the gospel to spread through this ministry, lives to be touched, souls to be saved. Listen. Listen to me. Beginning of this year, we had 10 branches. Six months after, we have 19. 20, actually. Let the word spread be more signs and wonders supernatural confirmations begin to pray right now pray like you're praying for yourself pray like you're praying for yourself Lord for the sake of your name and because of your love for this generation we pray that you preserve and expand celebration church to reach more and more and more people More and more and more people Ah Jesus More and more and more people For your namesake. For your namesake. For your name's sake For your name's sake For your namesake. For your name's sake For your name's sake, for your name's sake for your name's sake for your namesake for your namesake for your name's sake thank you lord in jesus mighty name of prayer thank you for listening we are sure that you have been blessed for inquiries reach us on our helpline Zero eight zero nine 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 six seven thousand blessings.